Thank you for tuning in to the Golden Business Talk, where we showcase interviews of successful entrepreneurs from all industries. The magazine industry has reached $38 billion in revenue last year and is continuously growing. Many companies are incorporating magazine ideas as an outlet to create digital content for their products and services. Many young companies are starting print magazines as a way to help build their brands. This is primarily being done through monthly subscriptions. The top companies with their own magazines are Air, Rhapsody, ASOS, Red Bulletin, known as Red Bull. Okay. Our special guest today is David Jordan Jr., Editor-in-Chief for SG Magazine. Hi and welcome, um, David, to our podcast. We're very excited for you um, to, in, um, to have joined. How are you today? I'm doing great. I really appreciate the opportunity and you having me yeah, on that's today. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself and business. Okay, well, I um, you know, I've I've been a person that has always uh loved everything dealing with, with the media. Uh I've <clears throat> I've been engaged in it since being a child, basically. Um from always reading things, whether it was newspaper, magazines, books. Um, in high school, working on, we had a high school network, working on television on that. And then also in college and undergrad, I did radio and television. And I obtained my undergraduate degree in communications with an emphasis in broadcasting. And then I also obtained an MBA in marketing. So I've always had an astute, interest in everything media related you know i love information i love news and i love you know the aspect of finding out about things and sharing it with the world and you know enlightening people okay so you've always wanted to work in media okay yes i mean it's you know it's always been something that is you know i've been enamored with you know from watching tv as a child and the news reports and documentaries and, you know, all of it is just, it was always interesting to me. So I never knew exactly how I would, you know, be in it, but I always knew I wanted to. Be. Okay. That's awesome. So um, what is the true meaning behind the name Eshi and how were you inspired to name your magazine company that name? Well, that, that name, that word, it's it's an Egyptian oh, word and it means life. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Yes. And, you know, I, you know, my whole thing with the publication when I founded it and began the process of developing it and launching it was that it would totally involve life, like people living things that our life, our lives consist of, you know, day-to-day -day things education, uh, sports, medicine, everything that one engages in and, and has a part in our life. The magazine is something that, you know, sheds light on that with people all over the world and highlights the great things that people are doing in any capacity. Okay. Okay. Great. And what is your um, greatest strength in your role as an editor? 
I feel my greatest strength is my attention to detail and, you know, seeking the facts. That's one of the things that I, I pride myself on is in anything related to the publication, anything related to Eche Magazine, I want it to be factual and I want it to be informative. So, you know, whether it's a particular feature or interview or anything, it's not gonna be presented on an opinion-based type of presentation. Everything is gonna be factual and the actual subject or person or event will be able to per se tell the story. You know, I'm just a messenger. I'm just a source of it. So my, my greatest strength is, you know, getting the facts and, and sharing the facts and, and going to all extremes to obtain them. Okay. And also, you know, as you um, are running and um, and operating your magazine company, like what were some of the greatest challenges you've experienced as an editor? Um, probably one, one challenge that, you know, I tend to encounter sometimes <clears throat> is coordinating the schedules of other people you know, that would be potential interviews or cover stories. Because, you know, people all over the world, they have, you know, they have their lives and they have things that they're obligated right. to. So it's, you know, to make something happen, a lot of times it takes a lot of work and compromise on both parts to, you know, connect with the person or connect with their their people and then laying out the foundation of like, okay, this is how we want to do the interview. This is where we want to do it. And, you know, and going forth and making it happen. And it's a fun process. You know, the challenge is, you know, it's fun in the challenge because you're doing all that. And then once you get the interview or you complete the feature, you've accomplished something. So it's, it's a success in the end, you know, going through the, the sometimes maybe difficult process of, trying to create the story okay i see and what is the one skill you wish you'd learned before you became um an editor-in-chief of your magazine company hmm. uh, i can't really say one particular thing uh -huh. um because one the industry has it's evolving it's been continuously evolving because you know, as you know, forever, it's been a print-based industry. And everything that people did, whether it was newspapers, magazines, media guides, anything, it was always print-related. So it was kind of a strategical way of doing things. Like, you know, you get the information, you type it up, you send it to an editor, you have a publisher that has to okay, you get the prints, you verify and see if it's the right way, if it looks good, the placement and all of those things. And with now everything being digital, when, mm -hmm. I, when I started my publication, I started it as a strictly digital publication. And this was five years ago mm -hmm. because I knew the direction that media would be going and the fact that, you know, people would be seeking information and seeking news instantaneous. So it cut out that process of having to go through a print editor and the back and forth of everything. So mm -hmm. 
it's been a process that I've I've learned like every day. Every day I learn something new that has benefited myself and the company and continuing to grow and, and reach different people. Okay, I see. Yeah, because I'm noticing like a lot of um companies, that's the direction that they're going right now. They're um, you know, they're creating magazines and it's more like print and you know, they're encouraging um customers to enroll in their monthly subscriptions or annual subscriptions so that's like the new that's like the new age of digital printing for magazine that's the trend that i'm noticing a lot right now with magazine okay so my next question um to you would be how would job as an editor-in-chief so pretty much um give us a breakdown of like your daily um routine um, well, it's, uh, it's a good question. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's kind of, it's, it's not constant, but it's constant because, you know, I mean, when you're dealing in the world of media and journalism and news, there's stuff happening all the time. So the biggest thing is, you know, with myself, I, you know, monthly it calendar of things or features or stories or people that we want to publish. So, you know, I have a calendar of things that are geared towards, you know, it could be possibly this coming up or anniversary or something historically this happened or an interview with a person, you know, that, you know, people want to know about or people want to know what they're doing or just an intriguing figure, whether it's somebody in entertainment, medicine, sports, whatever. So the biggest thing is, you know, gauging the content versus the time frame, because some things, you know, may be pressed to be more important per se for a release of this week as opposed to something that we know is just going to go out this month. And so the daily, the daily grind is, you know, researching a lot of research is involved in, you know, different events that have taken place across the world that might be taking place today or something that may have taken place 25 or 30 years ago, because a lot of things that go on and that have went on in the world you know, they may be in the history books, they may not be in the history books, but it's people that don't know about them. So, you know, my job as an editor is to find information and present information to the world that enlightens. So with that being said, you know, we do those things. And then the other aspect is, you know, day-to-day events, day-to-day events that are current, things that are going on. And gauging the importance of what's currently taking place everything is not news and that's one of the the biggest things that you know i i try to reiterate and push towards people is like you know facts will always be facts but everything that's in the news is not news sometimes it's opinion based and opinion based information does not really hold any value yes i see so, you know, there's so many people out that, you know, put out opinion-based information as facts and as news. And the flip side of that is that so many people accept that information as facts 
and news like oh they said this about this person right and they don't you know, they don't do the research no they <laughs> do no research you know i mean you have i was i was talking to a colleague the other day and it's just amazing how you know you have these websites that are satirical in their content and they have the craziest story <laughs> as a headline right and but but people will share that and like oh man this person said this or this is going on it's like and i see it a lot on social crazy. media and then i'm like okay is and when i check the source the source doesn't seem notable or doesn't seem you know doesn't seem um doesn't seem legit yeah it's not and then sometimes if you actually go to that website and you look at it and you read the about or fine print and say this website is for entertainment purposes right i'll see that a lot yeah but but you know a lot of people don't a lot of people don't read so they just take it as that and then and and in doing that you know they cheat themselves out of the facts and information so you know my day-to-day is you know seeking the facts seeking important relevant information that is not just going to be timely for today but it'll be timely for tomorrow and three months from now and 20 years from now anything like you know i i seek to get information and interviews and articles that somebody 30 40 years from now be like you know Ishe magazine did an interview with this person and it was really great found out some things that didn't know and it shed a different light on this person okay so it's, it's you know just just the engagement with the facts the information and then presenting it in the right way that's like a daily thing and yeah you know, absolutely because there are some people out there that will oh i'm sorry about that so we um we lost um we lost connection sorry about that everyone um my next question to you david is like on a daily basis like how do you manage to come up with articles um ideas and sound bites for your magazine um, well, I know that I, I said I, I know that the emphasis of everything that the publication does is to enlighten. So, you know, we have a lot of historical content that you know involves things that may have taken place in history, whether it's world history, Black history, sports, entertainment history anything in that capacity so it's like a checklist of different things you know whether it's the first or something that happened in the industry that was a first or you know somebody that was groundbreaking in what they did so it's a matter of gauging the the importance of those things and then creating whether it needs to be a dynamic perspective with you know a totally engaged written piece or if it's something that involves video or if it's something that could simply involve a photo because choir writing you know it's like the, the old saying a picture is worth a thousand words sometimes if you see an image of an event or a person or an album cover or anything like that it speaks volumes and you don't necessarily have to write about it or, you know, speak about it. Other things involve, you know, in, in an in-depth analysis, 
if it's a certain event or a person that did something great or is doing something great, then it would probably need to be a thorough interview, like a face-to-face interview or you know, a one-on-one sit-down where you can actually get the perspective from the person and allow them to express what's going on or what they did or you know, what is on their mind. And that way it allows the audience to see everything from the perspective of the person that actually made something happen or did history or was a part of history. Because, you know, it's like I said before, a lot of people do opinion-based reporting and, you know, that's not, that's not real journalism. Like opinion stays away from facts. Facts will always be facts. So if I'm able to talk to a person that did something, I want to be a source for them to express themselves and tell what they did rather than, you know, formulating an opinion and sharing it about this person when I can actually go to the source and, you know, put that out there. So it's a, it's a matter of gauging the content, evaluating the content and information, and then publishing it accordingly. Okay, I see. All right. And have you worked or met with well-known celebrities for your magazine? Uh, yeah, I, I've, I've worked with and met quite a few. I've been blessed to, you know, uh, do things with a lot of people that have done great things and continue to do great things. Uh, my very first cover story, very first issue of Ishe Magazine was an interview that I did with Chuck D. And, you know, forever grateful for that. You know, I reached out to him and he made it happen. You know, him and his publicist, publicist, Jalen, you know, he was out of the country. He was on tour with Public Enemy. They were in the UK. I reached out to him and, you know, he told me, you know, he was out of, he was out of the country. As soon as he got back into the country, he would make it happen and kept his word, made it happen from there. And that was that was in June of 2014. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah, and from there, you know, I second cover story, did an interview with Yasin Shabazz, Malcolm X's daughter. And you know, from there I've I've done things with Alan Iverson, um, Stefan Marbury, Dick Gregory, um, Faith Evans, I just, our most recent cover story was a cover story interview with Raheem Devon. Uh, he just released a great album, and that was the, the August cover story. Um, it's so many, I, I honestly, I can't just remember like off the top of my head, but, you know, I've been fortunate to meet and, and work with a lot of great people that have done great things. Another person that I I did something with was Keith Bochamp, and he's a producer. And you know, if you're, I mean, everybody should be very familiar with Emmett Till and everything that happened with him and the civil rights movement. And Keith Bochamp was one of the main reasons that that case went back to trial because of his research and the documentary he put out. So I see that you've met with some um, well-known celebrities. 
And what advice do you have for editors and writers um, seeking to become um, owners? Uh, Number one is, you know, identify that passion. Like identify that passion um, that you know what you want to do, whether it's, you know, you want to be a writer, you want to be a photographer, you know, any of those things, like you have to know your passion for what you want to do. Cause that's going to, that's going to carry you through the entire process through the good, the bad, everything with that. Cause if you don't have the passion for it, soon as stuff gets tough, you're going to quit, you know, like you have to have heart to, to do that, whether it's, you know, same with sports, like, and anything that you want to do and the passion to want to do it every day, whether you're getting paid or not. Okay. Uh, the other, the other thing is, you know, being true to yourself uh, you have to be true to yourself and what you're doing. Like don't do something just because other people are doing it don't talk about other things because other people are doing it. You know, you see a lot of people, you know, quote unquote, are journalists or whatever, and they talk about the same stuff everybody else in the world talks about. And it's like, okay, that's hot for the moment. And then what you're going to do next week? You're going to wait, you know, are you going to wait on something else? But if you have a passion for a particular subject area or anything that's what's going to carry you through so you know the biggest things i just say is you know have the heart and passion for it be true to yourself and and study you know as with anything study study the great people study great journalists study great writers you know those are the things that help you and enable you and help you identify yourself and become great at what you're doing whether you're a photographer you know they're great photographers that have been in the world and that are still here you know they're great writers that have been here they're great news reporters they're great broadcasters so you just have to you know fully engage yourself and engulf yourself in what it is that you want to do okay all right and are you seeking writers and you know what topics are you seeking editorial work for uh, I seek, I, you know, I'm I'm open to anybody that, you know, pre- presents themselves and, you know, and would like to potentially, you know, become a part of what we're doing at Ishe Magazine. Um, and, you know, and the biggest thing is, you know, just whatever it is that you're doing. Like some people specialize in fashion. You know, if you're a fashion writer or if you have you know, a keen sense of fashion and that's one of your passions and that you write about, you know, things going on about it, then that's, that's cool. You know, some people it's sports, you know, I have contributors that contribute from across the country that write about different things or explore different things. You know, some do uh, editorials on what may be going on in their city or at their school. Others may specialize in photography. And they have a portfolio of work that's forever evolving. So it's just a matter of whomever reaches out. Like, you know what you want to do. Like, knowing what you want to do 
is is the first step because that enables myself you know as an editor to be able to help you reach those things and 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 put you on a pathway to success like you know everything might not just be with Ishe magazine it could be something else that you want to do but you know i you know i'm all about being a help to anybody and being a platform and collaborating with other people like you know there there are other people that you know do writing do photography or other things in media and my my goal is to you know connect with people and you know put out the best thing possible okay all right well tell listeners thank you everyone for tuning in we got disconnected we apologize um david um so david may you um tell us again um the best way for listeners to reach you well, the best way uh, listeners can reach me, number one, is the website. It's ishamagazine.com, E-S-H-E-M-A-G-A-Z-I-N-E.com. On Instagram and Twitter, at ishamagazine, just ishamagazine. And on Facebook, ishamagazine, E-S-H-E-M-A-G-A-Z-I-N-E. M-A-G-A-Z-I-N-E. And there's a contact uh, button on the website where you can, you know, submit inquiries. There's also a YouTube channel and it's Ishe Magazine and also on LinkedIn, Ishe Magazine. So Ishe Magazine is, is everywhere and you can find it online. I said it's strictly a digital publication. Go to, you can subscribe on the website you scroll down to the bottom it's an area for you to subscribe also if you go to the youtube channel subscribe to the youtube channel follow us on twitter instagram and like us on facebook it's a lot of exclusive content that's coming out very soon and it's going to be giveaways and everything else that's awesome so, you know stay in the know stay in oh, the know that's awesome and just feel free to reach okay. out. Well, David, thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast today. I know that we had some technical difficulties, so thank you so much for your um, patience. Okay. Uh, all right. oh, no problem. Well, really appreciate you having me. I was, you know, I'm honored to be on it. So, yeah. you know, I'm technical difficulties. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. I, what happens, yeah, absolutely. I do appreciate your patience. All right, everyone, to learn more about my fragrance line, Labor Shoe Parfum, where premium quality fragrance and ouds are offered, visit www.labourjouparfum.com. We are also on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Twitter, Labor Shoe Parfum. Have a great week, everyone, and tune in for next week's episode podcast on The Golden Talk by Adeline. Have a great day.